Hi everyone, uh, welcome to ELI, the place where you get your daily dose of inspiration for entrepreneurship. And today we have with us uh, Mr. Vardhan Fadnis, uh, who is the co-founder of Shoptimize, uh, which is a, a growth platform for D2C and e-commerce brands. Uh, now, if you are a uh, subscriber of ELI, you would know that uh, we have already hosted uh, the other founder of uh, Shoptimized, uh, 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 Mr. Mangesh Pandit Rao, and uh, this time we are uh, hosting uh, Vardhan to know about the growth story of Shoptimize. Uh, I would uh, uh, request uh, Vardhan to introduce himself to our audience. Uh, hi, Vardhan. Hi, hi, Priyaranjan. Thank you so much uh, for introducing me and for introducing Shoptimize. I am Vardhan Padnis. I am uh, a co-founder at Shoptimize. I focus on uh, business development, sales, marketing at Shoptimize. And uh, you know, as, as Priya Ranjan said, we are a D2C uh, e-commerce focused solution. Uh, you know, in, in, in a line, if I, I were to describe Shoptimize, I would say that Shoptimize works with D2C brands in order to drive sustainable and predictable growth mm -hmm. uh, for their brand. <clears throat> okay. Uh, so before we go into the venture, uh, can we have a little understanding about your background as a before entrepreneurship, what all things you tried and uh, uh -huh. uh, if you can also give us uh, uh, some instances where you found some glimpse of entrepreneurial uh, spirit within you, which uh, triggered you to become an entrepreneur. Sure, sure, sure. Sure. So uh, I am originally from Mumbai, uh, born and brought up. Um, I did my schooling, did my college. Uh, I, I finished engineering in Mumbai and uh, then immediately I uh, went to the US for higher studies. I spent uh, some time uh, uh, towards my master's uh, program in the US in industrial engineering and supply chain mm -hmm. and then soon uh, took up a job in the supply chain management space. Okay. Um, and this was specifically supply chain technology, supply chain uh, consulting. And, uh, uh, you know, that's that's how I spent the first six, six and a half years of my career. Mm -hmm. um, in fact, that is precisely where uh, I and Mangesh intersected. Mangesh is the co-founder CEO at Shoptimize. Uh, so that's when, you know, I and Mangesh worked together. We uh, consulted uh, uh, brands such as Bath and Body Works and Victoria's Secret in the US. And uh, that's, you know, uh, the first time when we started talking about a potential entrepreneurial venture at some point in time. Uh, so the seed was, seed was kind of planted back then itself. Um, but then of course, you know, uh, uh, each one of us had a different direction and we went our own way. Eventually, I moved back to India. Mangesh had already moved back to India back then, and mm -hmm. um, he had uh, he had set up his first venture in IT services. Uh, I moved back. I decided to undertake uh, MBA. I went to the Indian School of Business, uh, finished my MBA program, uh, decided to go back to the corporate world. This time in a finance and strategy role, and um, spent a couple of years over there, and then you know, optimize happened. Um, Shoptimize was born. Um, and that's when, you know, I decided to join Mangesh and Vivek. Vivek uh, is uh, a co-founder and he heads technology uh, for Shoptimize. Okay. Right? So um, that's a little bit of background, Priyaranjan, uh, for your reference. And 
you know, it's it's been it's been an amazing journey for the last nine years. Happy to talk about it uh, more as we move forward in this conversation. Yeah. Uh, before we again get started on, on on different aspects, would like to understand the product a little bit. So this is for the uninitiated who are listening to us for the first time. So sure. just tell us a bit about what is the product, what problem it solves for the uh, end customers. Sure, sure, sure. So the product um, is called growth platform. And uh, I mean, of course, as the term suggests, this is about driving growth. Um, uh, I'll explain how the product works. So essentially, um, uh, you know, the product is like a one-stop shop, one umbrella solution for any D2C brand in order to efficiently and aggressively grow their e-commerce business. The way it works is, firstly, it's uh, it's one roof for having all your business data under. So be it your own website, be it your Google ad account, your Facebook ad account, your payment gateway, your logistics partner. So it's like a complete 360 degree roof under which all your data can be parked. Uh, and that by itself is a big leap. Um, uh, you know, more often than not, getting all of this data under one roof uh, itself is a challenge. Once we have this data under one roof, decision-making becomes simpler because of sheer visibility of numbers, right? Uh, but we don't just stop there. Uh, we have an AI engine. The AI engine actually runs, uh, you know, crunches numbers, analyzes data, and throws out very relevant business insights. Now, these insights can be around digital marketing, uh, and campaigns that we are running for digital marketing, these insights can be about your website and website performance. These insights can be about your e-commerce operations as well. Again, as I said, the intent from our side is to provide like a complete 360 degree solution that focuses on every aspect, right? Um, uh, many a times brands have in-house teams for digital marketing, for e-commerce operations, for data analytics. Uh, many a times it also happens that understanding graphs, numbers, charts, and then deriving insights from those charts and conclusions from those charts is a challenge by itself. And it's a very human dependent activity as well. And, you know, uh, uh, it's quite error prone. Uh, it's quite effort intensive. So the AI engine that I referred to essentially looks to solve that problem, right? Last but not the least, Priya Ranjan, um, uh, the tool, the product, furthermore, uh, reads the insight and then exactly tells you what is the recommended action uh, to be executed. Now, all of this essentially drives efficiency uh, and makes the whole process very, very data focused and data centric. And that's the beauty. Uh, that's the value that every brand can expect out of it. Hmm. So uh, in a nutshell, it uh, sounds like a very valuable platform, but let's uh, talk from a very business point of view. Uh, let's say you are uh, approaching a D2C brand. What are your talking points uh, for uh, selling the product or how how do you sure. justify the cost of investment in this product? What is the sure. ROI impact or what is the business sure. impact you have seen for sure. your customers? Sure, sure. Yeah, happy to take that one. So uh, I already spoke about the product. So the product, so there, there, are, there are essentially a couple of different ways in which we go to market. Uh, one is um, a direct 
go to market approach with the product itself and uh, you know explaining the benefits of the product and then communicating the value that is associated and then the brand can just sign up for the product and it's a pure play uh, saas model software as a service model so they can you know subscribe to the product and they can start uh, hooking up all their data sources and deriving value that's one way of doing it the other way of doing it which has been immensely successful over the last one year for us is something called as the shoptimize accelerator program and i'll speak a little bit about this yeah sure so 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 the way this program works is you know think of it as um, a scenario wherein a brand say an apparel brand Uh, mm-hmm. an apparel brand undertakes all kinds of e-commerce activities sells on mintra amazon uh, flipkart etc uh, and pays a certain percentage commission to each mm-hmm. of these marketplaces right now similar to that what we do is we become the amazon or the mintra of that brand but for the d2c e-commerce space so we essentially uh, you know run all their campaigns be it paid marketing campaigns be it organic marketing we deploy ad spends from our own pocket mm-hmm. um, we, we deploy the product the shoptimize growth platform product mm-hmm. um, you know in order to run analytics in order to derive data insights uh, and all of this put together becomes the accelerator program in okay. in lieu of all of what we do we charge a simple percentage like say for example an apparel brand would be paying whatever 25 30% to mintra um, similar to that the brand will end up paying uh, something on similar lines to us but we will become the brand's d2c growth partner d2c uh, e-commerce partner right so uh, that is also a solution in addition to the product that i mentioned earlier uh, um, on the basis of which we go to market and it's been immensely popular over the last one year several brands across sectors apparel jewelry electronics appliances etc uh, etc et have benefited from this program got you uh now next question uh, that comes to my mind is uh, around the scale of operation uh, if you can share a perspective on how many customers we have onboarded uh, what is the number of uh, or d2c products we are selling or are being processed through our platform or any any such right. perspectives right 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 so we um, work with approximately 100 brands in india uh, our focus has been india and that's the market that we cater to um, and these 100 brands as i said earlier are across multiple sectors uh, apparel electronics appliances footwear jewelry etc um uh, and we are adding approximately 12 to 16 brands every month uh, mm-hmm. to the uh, portfolio and uh, uh, you know that's uh, that's essentially how we uh, onboard and drive growth for each of uh, these brands okay and uh, any perspective on the numbers uh, of you know number of products we are selling Uh, on different platforms right. combined or right. Right. growth metrics right. yes so uh, uh, you know rather than talking about number of products and because number of products varies as per the brand varies as per the sector the category and uh, number of products does not necessarily mean uh, equivalent uh, 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 revenue for the brand right mm-hmm. uh, what i would rather say is uh, 
as shoptimize overall we drive approximately 25 million dollars uh, of um, gmv gmv is gross merchandise value mm-hmm. uh, through through the entire shoptimize platform and that's a metric that you can refer to rather than anything else right right uh, tell us a bit on the uh, customer acquisition front how do you go about acquiring uh, sure customers for your uh, venture uh, and sure. any any growth ha- hacks that you have deployed uh, over over time that has been successful for you sure 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 so i'll speak about the accelerator program that i already mentioned earlier yeah. so the way it works is um, any brand can apply uh, for this program it's a program and you know we we are quite selective about the brand that we admit uh, we uh, want to make sure that <clears throat> the brand has the right kind of uh, supply chain capability the brand has the right kind of product portfolio mm-hmm. the pricing is right the the product catalog is right uh, the market fit is right so on and so forth so uh, we invite brands to apply uh, for this bro- program through a form on our website Mm-hmm. Uh, the brand then fills out this form a team okay. of experts at our end reviews this form reads this form uh, processes information mm-hmm. uh, we have a we have a conversation with uh, uh, the brand as well to understand more about their business and also to explain more about our solution mm-hmm. um, and 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 essentially that's how the uh, customer acquisition process is carried out for us um, uh, typically we admit around 10% of all brands that uh, apply for the accelerator program okay. on a on a monthly basis okay uh, and that's the uh, that's that's the kind of process we follow okay uh what would you say are some of the biggest challenges uh, you have seen uh, while uh, building and growing this venture and uh, i i can focus on challenges on the sales marketing and business development front sure Sure. Um, I mean, I'll I'll speak about Shoptimize overall. So yeah. challenges, um, uh, you know, if if I were to split this into three buckets, right? There is uh, customers, there mm-hmm. is employees, mm-hmm. uh, and then there are investors, right? Yeah. Um, you know, as far as acquiring uh, customers is concerned, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Uh, you know of course the solution that we provided back in the day is different from what we provide now so yes we've had to do pivots uh, we've had to change our business model uh, we've had to make changes in the way we uh, define and design our solution uh, uh, and make sure that you know it caters to market needs and market requirements um, so certainly that has been challenging because see the market also adapts the market also moves forward Uh, and d2c e-commerce as a space as a category has uh, gained very good traction especially in the last 2 3 years mm-hmm. um, you know we we've taken a lot of hard work a lot of effort it, it being one of the early players in this space since 2013 um, yeah. and uh, you know we've made mistakes we've learned we've uh, changed our model we've pivoted and we've adapted to the market is what i would say and of course you know that has been a challenging journey so that's the mm-hmm. customer front from a from an employee standpoint 
attracting the right kind of talent is something that every company uh, strives for yeah. and um, uh, 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 you know that's 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 again something that we've um, had our own challenges towards again be it on the tech front be it on the sales marketing business development front be it on uh, the operations front mm. yeah sure i mean attracting the right kind of talent giving them challenging work uh making sure that their interests lie um uh with the company's growth and vice versa um has you know definitely been a fantastic learning experience although sure there have been challenges and then on the on the investor front uh, on the fundraise front making sure that we make the right pitch to our investors uh, you know we we we've, we've taken the vc uh, path Uh, mm-hmm. we have uh, uh, raised capital since inception mm-hmm. uh, through venture capital firms so uh, you know communicating again the importance of what we are doing out in the market communicating the value that we are driving for our customers um, and thereby convincing potential investors about the opportunities that exist and the potential that exists mm-hmm. um, again has been uh quite an amazing experience but sure uh, full of challenges so that's uh, that's what i would leave it at okay you spoke about uh, pivoting your business model so mm-hmm. can you tell us about the biggest pivot that you did what triggered that pivot what was the sure. pivot and what was the impact of the pivot sure 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 so uh, you know back in the day we Uh, started to optimize with a focus to enable d2c commerce for brands mm-hmm. uh, and not so much grow it what i mean by that in simple words is we focused on getting the right kind of e-commerce websites set up and configured for the brand mm-hmm. uh, so that was more of enablement now mm-hmm. quite soon we realized that only setting up websites is not going to help um, uh, and Uh, you know earlier we catered to small and medium scale businesses mm-hmm. um, and we re- and we realized that we probably are uh, early uh, ahead of our time and uh, uh, you know the market is probably not ready for this i am mm-hmm. talking about a different era 2013 14 when d2c commerce was very nascent as such mm-hmm. um, but we realized that you know just having a website in place is not going to cut it we need to make sure that this becomes a revenue generating mechanism a brand looks at uh, any channel any e-commerce channel any offline channel as a way of generating revenue and that's what we need to ensure so we started focusing on growth of that particular brand and slowly but surely in addition to d2c enablement we got d2c growth in the mix right mm-hmm. and and i believe that's that's the biggest pivot that we did um then we ended up offering a full blown 360 degree solution to brands right from d2c enablement to d2c growth and then we eventually uh, offered these as standalone solutions as well and that's what we do right now so for example the accelerator program that i referred to mm-hmm. is only about d2c growth um all of these brands that we admit into our program Mm-hmm. already have their e-commerce websites uh, set up mm-hmm. our e-commerce our e-commerce website uh, setup business is now very focused on uh, large brands large companies that may have complex requirements right so that's 
that's how our pilots have been over time okay uh, you also spoke about fundraising and uh, many of our listeners are very curious to know about the fundraising process so can you tell us how how did it go for you uh, in terms of uh, how did you pitch to the investor what is the process involved what are the things a investor would like to look at uh, to you know be to be interested in uh, investing in a venture and after yeah. investments what are the things you should keep in mind as a founder uh, to keep yeah. the investors happy and uh, keep them flowing in flowing the uh, funds to their venture right right okay so let's see i mean every investor looks for a few things uh, in a particular brand and i'm sure um, your listeners have also maybe ended up seeing a shark tank at some point in time so i think india uh, has also uh, matured from that point of view and we have a lot of educated listeners already but i'll speak about our personal experience i think you know our investors saw a few specific things uh, they wanted to understand the space and we were in the e-commerce space which was definitely growing um with every year and you know specifically d2c e-commerce in the last 3 years mm-hmm. has been uh, on a roll so mm-hmm. certainly that uh, changed the perception of an investor who might have not believed in d2c e-commerce mm-hmm. say whatever 7 years back right okay. um so the space is uh, uh, the the one thing that an investor would be looking at and did look at in the past second was our specific solution and how we differentiate ourselves versus any competitors that might exist mm-hmm. so on the back of something like a growth platform product or on the back of something like an accelerator program solution mm-hmm. we clearly differentiate ourselves and um, uh, you know we we believe our solution is very robust in order to drive sustainable and predictable growth for brands but that's also another thing that um an investor would look at uh, and our investors did look at this and last but not the least of course the entrepreneurs and the leadership and the uh, team that uh, we have in place and and the and the pedigree and the credentials of this team and uh, you know what uh, is the investors assessment about the entrepreneurs also most certainly plays a very very big role so that's um, that's what i would say as a response to your question okay uh speaking of team uh, can you tell us uh, what is the hiring process you follow at your venture uh, any any specific uh, uh process or a uh, you know uh, qualifier or filter that you apply to know someone is right for your venture right 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 uh, yeah priyaranjan we are a fairly young team mm-hmm. um uh, young and energetic mm-hmm. uh, you know average age is more like mid 20s um okay. uh, and it's a completely meritocracy driven culture mm-hmm. um if somebody performs he or she uh, is recognized mm-hmm. um and, and that's the kind of culture we promote um uh, for the longest time we've been a flat organization mm-hmm. um we traditionally never believed in hierarchies mm-hmm. uh, of course you know with time as the company grew uh, some changes were made but philosophically i would say we've been very very firm believers of having a flat organization structure 
um, and uh, our hiring is quite centered around this, right? So we believe in uh, flat hierarchies. We believe in complete transparency. We believe in uh, full meritocracy. Uh, we believe in um, uh, empathy towards each other as a part of your work life. So these factors, considering these factors, that's how we kind of uh, weaved our uh, hiring process. So when we interview a candidate, of course, in addition to the uh, uh, hard skills or the tech capabilities that he or she brings to the table, um, these are some of the some of the ethos that we check for, right? And then we identify if there's a cultural fit. We very firmly believe that if there's a, there's a cultural misfit, then however talented the person is, might not be as effective at Shoptimize, sure might be, you know, very effective somewhere else, but cultural fit becomes a very important factor in the entire scheme of things. Okay. Uh, my final question for you, tell us, uh, so when you do, when you are on, on an entrepreneur, you make a lot of mistakes and you also yeah. learn from it. So, yeah. uh, and sometimes you can learn from other, uh, others mistakes also. So, uh, can you share some of the big lessons that you have learned throughout your entrepreneurial journey, which our listeners can take away, apply to their ventures, and more importantly, sure. they don't have to go through the same uh, hardship of learning uh, it again? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I think um, making mistakes is the very first rule of entrepreneurship. Um, uh, and I firmly believe that, yes, you should make mistakes. Mm -hmm. uh, if you do not make mistakes, it is um, not a great learning process. If you make mistakes, you learn, you learn, you improve, you improve, you build something better. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, you know, the first rule is, of course, it's, it's okay to make mistakes. And that's something that we promote very actively uh, among our team members. And we encourage them to make mistakes. But of course, you know, it doesn't make sense if you keep repeating the mistake, but it's okay to make mistakes. And that's what, that's what we've believed in. That's how we've learned. Um, uh, you know, my, my suggestion to all your listeners, everybody out there would be, do not be shy of making mistakes mm -hmm. uh, because that's how you will experiment. And if you experiment, you will succeed at one experiment out of 10, but you know, it's okay. It's, it's okay. You got to persist and, you know, we have been very firm believers of grit as a quality. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we we quite proud of the fact that uh, one of the qualities that we've possessed at, at Shoptimize is grit. And that's another suggestion that I would have for all your listeners. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you have the right kind of grit, you will not be afraid of going wrong. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and you'll keep persisting. You'll get it right at some point in time, but you have to be at it. Right. Okay. If you if you if you cut it off and give it up uh, sooner, uh, the chance of succeeding obviously will reduce. Okay. So on this note, I think we have come to the end of the session. Thanks for your time, Vartan, and it was a pleasure to have you on our platform. Thanks and uh, best wishes for Optimize. Hey, thank you so much, Priyaranjan, and thank you so much, Entrepreneur Lounge of Lounge of India. It was a pleasure from my side as well. And I hope uh, this interaction is helpful for all your listeners. All the very best. Thank you. Sir. Thank you. Vardha. All right. Okay. Thank you. Bye.